Hi, I'm Larry. I'm a compulsive overeater. Hi, Larry. Thank you for asking me to speak at your meeting. I really appreciate it. I guess it's our meeting if I'm here. <laughs> I really appreciate the opportunity. Um, I always consider it a privilege and um, I, I think of it as um, helping me because it's uh, me taking an action in my recovery and that helps me. So I appreciate it when people ask me to speak at a meeting. Um, I'll, I'll give you a little background on myself. Um, I've been in OA since 2006, no, 2005. I'm losing track now, 2006. Yes, <laughs> it's kind of hard because I, I did so many things at that time. I, um, I am not sure the order. I, um, got, I completed my master's degree. I got a job that I currently have and I got married and joined OA all within a year. So it's kind of hard to keep track of all that. But um, so I've I've got 17 years of abstinence and my abstinence is um, three meals a day, nothing in between and no desserts. Um, and there there's a, a whole list of foods that I don't eat that I'm abstinent from. So um, and those are like dessert foods. And I, I know what they are. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, so that's my abstinence, and I've been abstinent for 17 years. Um, I um, had tried OA before. Um, I guess I should go back because people don't know me. I should go back to, to the beginning. <laughs> when I was a kid, I um, always needed to have something, and food was the easiest thing for me to get. Um I don't know, like later I turned to other things like drugs, but when I was a kid, it was food. Food and um, stealing things were the things that I would do. Um, and it was either money I was stealing or food, usually candy or something like that. Um, I, I didn't like the way I felt most of the time. I always felt like I needed something and didn't have it. I guess you could say I felt deprived and it's not because um, I grew up in a in a bad household. I had a good family. Um, they were just very restrictive as as to what I could have. And so I don't know how much of it is my addictive nature and how much of it is just um, the family I grew up in. I, I don't really know um, because when I was a kid, I wasn't really thinking about it. I was just living life and doing what I wanted to do. And if what I wanted to do was eat something, then I would eat something. And if I couldn't get it, I would um, be really frustrated and have a bad attitude and that kind of thing. So that, that kind of bad attitude when I couldn't get what I wanted lasted way longer than it would in a normal person through my um, teen, my teenage years and my twenties and even a little bit now, even, um, when I don't get my way, um, it really throws me off, but not as much as when I was a kid. So I'd say that my um, childish behaviors kind of continued for a long time past when I, I think would be appropriate for an adult. Um, and and um, I don't know necessarily that my parents were at fault or or me was at fault. It was just the way the way that my my life was. Um, so as I got older, um, I, I, I started to be aware that I was overweight. 
Um, and the first time that I was aware of this was probably, uh, or aware that it was a problem, I guess, was um, when I was in fourth grade and my teacher challenged me to a diet contest. And um, we went to the nurse's office and got on the scale, weighed ourselves. And, and, um, and then we like, it was a competition and I'm competitive and I wanted to win, but I don't remember doing anything to lose weight. I just wanted to have a better weight than, than he did a weight loss, I guess. So, um, but I wasn't doing anything. I didn't really get it. I didn't know like what a diet was. I had no concept of what needed to be done to lose weight, but I was excited. And my teacher was a good teacher and he knew that about me. Um, he was trying to encourage me to lose weight. People were making fun of me and, and things like that. And he probably cared and, and wanted to take care of me. So, um, I, I don't remember anything about the competition who won or how long it lasted. I just remember that I had no idea what I was supposed to do. And, and, um, so I didn't obviously lose weight cause I didn't do anything. Um, so then, uh, when I got older, um, like I remember when I was in high school, um, I had some friends that went to a pool and, um, I was so embarrassed about my, um, the way I looked that I would swim with a t-shirt on because I didn't want people to see me. And it was embarrassing because I was the only one swimming with a t-shirt on. And I knew that was weird. But um, other than that, I, I don't remember doing that. It was just when I was in high school, I guess um, I wasn't dating and I knew like I was at the age where I should be uh, like, that would be normal <laughs> for someone to be dating. And I wasn't. And it was hard for me. Um, so when I got out of um, high school, I um, started paying more attention to my appearance and what to do about it and started, I joined a gym and I was taking martial arts and I was going to the beach a lot, getting tan and trying to get in shape. And um, I just figured if, uh, if I looked good enough, the girls would come to me because <laughs> I was too afraid to ask anyone out on a date or anything. And I didn't really know how to do it. So um, I spent a lot of time working on my appearance and um, I eventually got a girlfriend, but um, that lasted for a few months and didn't really last, but I was starting to look pretty good, I guess. Um, and uh, let's see. So that was about the time where I started smoking marijuana and drinking. I hung out at bars a lot. Um, I, I found, um, other substances to, um, alleviate the uncomfort, the discomfort that I had in my life, whatever it was. Um, and, um, it interfered with my school and eventually I kind of stopped going to school. Um, so I wasn't working on getting a degree or anything like that. I had some pretty crummy jobs. Um, but, um, I eventually got a pretty good job. Um, working for a good company that was basically my first career job, even though it's not the same career I have now. But um, I eventually got drug tested and failed my test. And um, it was at that point that I started my compulsive overeating really kicked in because that was the um, first time in many years that I didn't have another substance 
and I turned to food right away. And I was leaving work in the middle of the day to go get food. And I was sneaking food, hiding food, um, spending a lot of time in the vending machines and things like that. And that became uh, my substance of choice. Um, I put on a lot of weight and um, people started to notice and comment on it. Um, I, I wouldn't say that I was in great shape before that, but um, I, it wasn't anything that anybody would have commented on. And people were starting to comment on it. Um, I remember somebody saying that I was ballooning because it was so fast. Um, I think I'd probably gained about 60, 70 pounds, something like that in a matter of a few months. So um, I didn't do anything about it though. Um, I was doing something about my um, drug use though. Um, I, I had joined a 12 step program because it was required by my work in order to keep my job. And so that's how I got into 12 step program. And um, so I was in Marijuana Anonymous, I still am. Um, I'm 23 years clean and sober. And um, at um, one of the meetings I went to, there was another, they had a, me a meeting schedule. And one of the um, meetings in that room was Overeaters Anonymous. So I um, thought, well, I've never heard of that before. I should check it out. Um, because of, I knew obviously I had a, a weight problem because, um, people were telling me, <laughs> you know, and I was aware of it. So I started going to the OA meetings and that was, I guess, around 2000, 2001. And, um, I didn't feel connected. I felt really connected to my other program. Um, I was going to events and I had relationships and, and, and things like that. And I just didn't feel connected and stopped going. But my my um, compulsive eating just got unbearable after a while. And I hated that feeling that I was getting. It was just horrible um, not being able to stop eating when I wanted to. And that was the worst thing for me. It wasn't the weight. It wasn't the comments that people made. It was the horrible feeling that I got when I was um, ashamed, almost, I guess, um, of the way that I couldn't stop eating when I wanted to. And it was very frustrating for me. And I came back to OA. I got a sponsor. I started working the steps. Um, I, I defined my abstinence. Um, I have red light foods, green light foods, and yellow light foods, the foods that I don't eat, the foods that I am okay eating, and the foods in between where, where they might not be the best choices, but I'm not breaking my abstinence if I eat them. So those are my yellow light foods. And um, so through working the steps with my sponsor, I learned a lot about myself. Um, I had already done that in my other program and um, realized that um, I needed to start over in OA with step one, and which was a good idea. I don't know if it was my idea or my sponsor's idea, but... Um, my sponsor and I worked through the steps. I learned a lot about myself. The fourth step was something that I wasn't afraid of. Um, I know a lot of people have a hard time with the fourth step, but I found it, um, I don't know if exciting is the right word, but um, enlightening. And I was enthusiastic about it. Um, in the OA 12 and 12, there's a lot of questions in there. And my sponsor and I um, sectioned them off so that I didn't 
do them all at once, but I would, I would do uh, answer some questions and we talk about it. And then he'd assign me some more and I would write about that. And I learned a lot about myself that way. I learned a lot about, um, actually, I learned that I was, uh, I was exaggerating things that I had done to the point where I was feeling really bad about things I'd done in my past as if they were these huge events that I had done or some huge thing. And then when I actually talked about it and put it on paper, it wasn't that bad. Like it didn't seem as, as bad. So I kind of learned both like things that I had done that I wasn't aware of. And then other things that I was blowing out of proportion and was affecting me more than it should have. And then after I got that all out, um, I asked my higher power to remove my character defects and, um, I, I think that was one of the biggest um, changes in myself was having my character defects removed. And um, I really believe that um, that happened. Um, I, I prayed for each one um, according to how my sponsor told me to do it. And um, my life has been getting so much better um making decisions and um, respecting other people um people treat me differently now um and all all of this is is good for would be good for anybody right to to have better relationships to to be less selfish and things like that would be good for anybody but um for me it also helps me not overeat um it helps me not um have an attraction to the food like I used to have. Um, so I think that's for me, how this program is working is by, by having better relationships and, and less problems in my life. It, it puts me in a situation less where I, I would be drawn to eat more in the past. Um, and I don't know if anybody's ever told me that I don't really think about it too much. I just do what I think I'm supposed to do. And I have a higher power that guides me. And, um, and it wasn't easy at first, my higher powers will and my will were completely different, because I was still acting like a child and being self centered, and getting trying to get what I want. And if I don't get it, I don't like it. And, and um, other people are going to suffer if I didn't get my way. And in a way, that kind of sounds like the way I still am. But I'm a lot better at it now than I used to be like, I said, my character defects were removed. But not completely. They do come back and I um, work the 10th step now and I'm, I'm aware of what's going on uh, more than I used to be. And I realize when my character defects are coming back um, and I make amends to people and, and things like that. And so um, as a result of all that, I really feel like um, I've, I've got a better life. It, is is that my time oh oh i have five minutes left oh okay um i was trying i didn't know i thought that was like my whole time and i was trying to wrap it up <laughs> okay so um so i uh let's see so i'll, I'll kind of talk more about the present now where i'm at now um my it's kind of it, it's sad but my um my sponsor what was um really helpful to me but he was um an older guy and he passed away um his wife passed away and then he passed away like five months later 
and um, and I haven't I've had a couple sponsors since, but um, like I don't have a sponsor right now, and I don't like that. Um, I I'm having I guess I'm having a hard time trying trying to work the program by myself instead of having a sponsor to talk to. Um, I had a sponsor for about a year, uh, but he wasn't, I, I hate to say he wasn't a very good sponsor, but um, he wasn't a good fit for me. I'll just say that. <laughs> um, and I tried, I tried, and it just, it was getting more um, frustrating for me. So I tried to get another sponsor. I finally got another sponsor and, and he, he stopped responding to me. Um, he, he talked a lot about himself and going to the gym as a solution. Um, and it just like, didn't seem like, like he was a, a good fit for me either. And I was still trying because I needed a sponsor and he was like, the, I'd been looking and I finally found one and I didn't want to give up, but he stopped responding to me. So now I don't have a sponsor and, um, I haven't been able to find one yet. So it's kind of hard for me. I, I, um, I feel like I'm doing pretty good with food and life in general, but I feel less connected to, um, the program without a sponsor. And so if, um, if there's one thing that I would say that's helped me throughout my recovery, it's, it's having a sponsor to guide me and a higher power. Um, because I need guidance. I, I tried to do things on my own before 12 step programs and that didn't work for me. Uh, my decisions weren't very good. And while I think I make better decisions now and I have a higher power to guide me, I think I, my will is in more alignment with my higher powers will right now. And how do I know what that is? Well, it used to be that um, my will controlled everything I did. And I had no concept of a higher power. So um, I would get in trouble, bad things would happen, et cetera, et cetera. And when I, when I started working the steps and got a higher power, um, I wouldn't know what my higher power's will was for me. But when I gave up control and just asked my higher power for help and guidance and just kind of let go of my own will, and I started to sense like a different path, like a different choice other than what I wanted to do. And it may have been something awkward for me or uncomfortable, um, but it seemed like the right thing I should be doing. And um, if it was scary or, or whatever, I would just pray for courage to do it. And, and I would do it and then something good would happen and and i'd look back and i go oh that was a good idea and then and then as i started doing that more and more i started to to realize that my higher powers will for me is helpful and good things started happening and then i started getting a better idea of what those choices are that make good things happen for me <laughs> and not just for me but for other people i mean when other people are happy because of something I did, it made me feel good. It made me feel good when people would say hi to me and smile and want to talk to me and include me in, in discussions and things like that. 
um, because that was something that I always had a hard time with. And, um, and that, that may have some, some had something to do with my eating and, and other things was it was a way to socialize with people when I had a hard time doing it. So, um, I'm in a, alignment more now with my higher powers will than I used to be. Um, but I'm, a, I'm, I, I don't know if I'm afraid, but I'm, I'm, I guess, cautious that, um, without a sponsor that might change. And I don't want that to happen. So um, that's that's like what I want to do is is get a sponsor. Um, but I'm really happy with my program um, right now. And thank you. And um, I'm really grateful for um, this pro with this program for helping me. Yeah. And I thank all of you for being here.